1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Saturday Draft Live. My name is David Hockney, and it is a big weekend of wrestling uh, this weekend. We've got Night of Champions. We have Double or Nothing and a few other uh, shows in between from other companies. But we're here to break down the analysis and the potential points that our draft season competitors can score from what is expected to be a massive, massive weekend of wrestling. And joining me to cover all the scoring of the past week and what may to come is jack graham jack how
2: are you oh i'm I'm very well thank you Gl- glad to be back in on, on sdl this week we've got a, a huge huge weekend of potential points scoring coming up with, with three pay-per-views all, all in one go so we'll be looking forward to see how that pans out after after this weekend and we had a an in-depth discussion
1: on most of them on this week's episode of essr central which is now on our back catalog so make sure you listen to that and if you want to listen to that along with other great shows we have on eat sleep suplex we tweet you can follow us on spotify itunes and end your any of your preferred podcasting platforms and be sure to get involved with the the conversation on our social media facebook twitter and instagram at suplex retweet and our eat sleep suplex we tweet community big question of the week coming out of central is which match and which pay-per-view are you looking forward to the most? We have had some uh, pretty decent feedback already, and I have to say, Jack, it is looking pretty one-sided uh, with that with that question.
2: Uh it's it's um, it, it's safe to say if the 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 building one side of the house has went very well. The others just seems kind of uh, there's it, been some sort of build, but as the as as has the cement been made properly to put it all together? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Hmm. Well, we'll
1: just have to wait and see what happens uh, as events unfold. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go into a bit more detail with the, the events to come a bit later on. But we're going to start off, as always, with our top three of the week. And our top scorers is a three way tie. Uh, each of our top three is on seven points. So we'll shoot through each of them one by one. So we'll start off with Orange Cassidy, Jack, and who has now made his way to the top of the, the top 10 of the season with 30 points overall go David Campbell picking him as the last round one pick and as with another international AEW championship defense under his wing do you think Orange Cassidy is starting to prove to be a bit of a uh, a dark horse in terms of top scorers this
2: season well he's he's, he's, he's number one isn't he he's the he's, he's the, he's the mm-hmm. best performing ranked wrestler the best performing round one it's it's, it's certainly quite quite impressive considering half the half half the panel for for us kind of laughed. It is around one pick they've they've certainly made that title feel quite prestigious with the collision obviously being built up and there there's the kind of idea that maybe TNT will be in one show and the international title will be in the other. So it's quite. It's quite good to see, and obviously, as we'll talk about it later, but it's a big, big match for cast this week as well. So yeah. we'll, we'll 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 see what happens. But with it's uh, David Campbell's captain, it's got fifty-five points overall, so it's 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 a huge, huge get get getting that mm-hmm. and kind of proving proving the haters wrong, so to speak. <laughs> and he's got a ton of haters, let me tell you that much. But
1: um but I, I think it just goes and parcel with the AEW mid-card titles as we've seen in past seasons when you've got the captaincy applied on a mid-card champion who's defending regularly, it proves to be quite a, a formidable point scorer throughout the season and this is uh, this is almost echoing that, you know, like what we saw in, in season five with Cody Rhodes in the TNT
2: championship Aye, ah, he, he went an absolute tear obviously like the, 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 the situation with the pandemic probably helped and they were trying to build everything around it but the match coming up for Orange Cassidy, it's, it's, it'll, it'll, time will tell if he'll keep it, considering mm. the kind of match it is, but if he keeps it, depending on the eliminations he gets, it's, it could be a, a good point scorer for, for, for Derry Camel, but I do think there's, we'll talk, we'll talk about it later, there's a lot of teams that could have a lot of good points scored this weekend. Mm. Uh,
1: our second seven points scorer this week is, surprisingly, it's Big Mammy Cool, Raquel Rodriguez who after quite an unfortunate uh, week prior, she lost, she was vacated the women's tag titles because of Liv Morgan uh, getting injured. But she seems to have found a replacement partner in Shotzi and they got a win over damage control this week. So that puts her at the top of the table this week. How do you think um, Raquel's going to fare after what was quite an unfortunate setback uh, in
2: being vacated at the women's tag titles? Uh, it's on it's, it's, it's very unfortunate obviously I, I i had the tag partner Liv morgan who's out injured for i think it's going to be quite a while now unfortunately but raquel's raquel's been able to do well when i think she's wrestled monday then friday then monday again then friday again she's won in all our matches so that's like my mm-hmm. 12 points right off the bat there and she's been appearing uh backstage as well which has got an extra extra few points has been a good couple of weeks out, uh, out of raquel I don't reckon that they'll win the titles on Monday, but I do think that for, for the now, I think Matt Smith who drafted Raquel Rodriguez will be fair, fairly happy with, with his performance at Raquel so far.
1: And unsurprisingly, once again at the top of the table, a very formidable tag team uh, performance uh, from Matt Smith's team captain, the team, undisputed tag team champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, who are still second place overall with 28 points for the season, only being overtaken by Orange Cassidy and his successful defence. But, I mean, what's there to be said about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens that we haven't already discussed? You know, Matt Smith pouncing on the opportunity to pick up the undisputed tag champions, and it's what's keeping them um, at the top of the table at the minute.
2: I think... I think this is the 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 key kind of the key kind of section the key kind of thinking about of of Zayn Owens. Essentially, I think after this weekend, their story with the bloodline kind of finishes. It will go more into the, the implosion of the blood bloodline slowly after that, and then move on to something else. So, it'll be interesting that the points will be scored after that for Zayn Owens. Oh, I still think it'll be quite a lot. Will it keep the same traction it has been? I'm not sure. But it's, it's it's time will tell how the performance of Zane Owens will go. But uh, it, was, it was it was no surprise that Matt Smith was taking Zane Owens straight away after after Rhea Ripley when when Scott took mm. her. So it's like it's the fifty four points with the captaincy applied so far. I you can't you can't argue with it. It's just a matter of how can they keep that 7-10 points they get weekly going forward because. They probably won't be appearing SmackDown for a while after this, like uh, Matt, with my thinking anyway. So we've got to, we've got to wait and see. Yeah, you know, and obviously they were drafted to Raw as the
1: tag champions. But think I don't know if the rule is because they're undisputed tag champions they can appear on both shows still. But look, oh, it's a the draft turned into a bit of a hot mess. You know, people are just wild carding themselves for no reason at that point. So, but no, that, that's uh, I digress here. Uh, we'll go into the top uh standings of the table. There's fourteen. Seasons in our Contributors League, is what we call it on uh, on Central. So uh, no surprise here, but starting from the bottom, uh, 14th place, Andy Mitchell, who is uh, blowing like Shane McMahon's knee with his team name. I hope I don't blow like Shane McMahon's knee on 51 points. Then we have, in joint 12th, both on 62 points, we have Grant McRobbie with the Great O'Conn Appreciation Society and Ross McLeod with Homosexual Chocolate. Uh, into 11th is myself with the West End Country Club of 65 points overall. And then just above me, we've got a 10 point jump uh, for joint ninth. We have Scott McLeod with Dorothy Mantooth as a Saint and Stephen Wilson with Ross Wilson's underappreciated, both on 75. Smack bang in the middle, we have Tom Brock and the Dutch government officials on 80. Uh, joint sixth, we have Ross Brady uh, with Big Rossman and Ryan Douglas, the Lean Mean Tangerine Machine, both on 85 points. And then we move into our top five. In fifth place, it's yourself, Jack. Uh, three-time Kings of Drafting on 88 points. So a wee bit of a, a stumble from the top, but still top five, which, as we know, it's everything could change from that point. Fourth place, Team GOAT, uh, the GOAT David Campbell on 90 points. And then in our top three, we have Chris Anthony Lopez, third place, Heartbreaker FC, 93 points. Just three points ahead of him. Second place, Gary Kernan with Team Viscera, 96 points. And once again, top of the table and our biggest scorer this week with 25 points scored in the, just this week alone, it's Matt Smith and the Booty Boys, our listeners, one of our listeners league winners, who is running rampant over our contributors. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Matt Smith, 25 points this week alone. And that's really, really opened up the gap a little bit between him and Gary, because you know, Jack, the um, top section of the table has been very tight so far, but I think uh, people are starting to sort of find their place a
2: little bit. Uh, I it's, it's the kind of the the, the the tightness that we saw to begin with is kind of starting to separate as with as performances of of coming into certain wrestlers and obviously this performance from certain folk in the draft I didn't expect. Matt Smith is on an absolute canter right now. Uh, I expect to see that continue after this weekend. We'll talk about that in a bit. But yes yeah, it's, it's it's all it's all starting to take shape. And it's, everyone's probably already thinking ahead to the transfer window after Money in the Bank. Mm, yeah,
1: absolutely. But um, looking at the overall points scored this week, obviously Matt's scored the highest this week. Everybody, well, most of the table at least, are scoring between 10 and 15 points this week alone. Although myself and Ross have had an absolute stinker this week. You know, Ross only scored three points this week and I only scored seven, which is the first time all season long that either of us have scored less than double digits uh, on a weekly basis. So, do you think um, do you think this is just a bit of a, a bit of calm before the inevitable storm that is this massive
2: uh, weekend of PLEs? I think so. Also, if, 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 when you take like a quick look at like at your team for 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 example, you've got Gunther, Jade Cargo, LWO, Brock Lesnar, Asker, Braun Breaker. All but one of your team LWO is involved in the big PLE weekend, and you've scored seven points. Looking at that, that's unfortunately Dave, that's pretty shit. You would expect a good week before that. With so many folk involved. It's, it's, it's a hard one as a hard one to take, and it's kind of Ross has got Boxley and Claudio, Andy Hartwell, Bobby Ashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, Maxine Dupree, Nomos. He doesn't really have that apart from Mark, Moxley and Claudio. It's, it's going to be on the on the shows this weekend. So that that comparison of your team is so heavy involved this weekend. He's got one and only a four point difference. That's and that's a hard one to take. Mm. Well,
1: you never know. Everything could change, you know, post uh, post this weekend. But before we go into more detail, Jack, unfortunately, I have to saddle you with the responsibility of running through our listeners league standings for the week. So without any further ado, um,
2: give us the the rundown on the listeners league. Oh, absolutely. I Snow Blight and my name in the lasters league. I love these people. You know they're, they're, they're great 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 folk, great folk. Uh, but uh, uh, the top five we kind of look at lasters league. normally we see here. Uh, Alan Laurie has has made his way into the top five. Alana okay as a war crime on a hundred and five points. Lachlan Hyatt, who's been our number one for so long, is, is, is dropped off a wee bit. He's sitting on a hundred and seven points with Cummins' kiss. You live you live down the country club, Lachlan. I mean, I, I don't know who he is, I, 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 as you are. <laughs> uh, Dan Axel Jameson, he's had a, a steady climb back into the top 10. Obviously, he was in the in the main draft league before. Uh, black bitch, great and black belt on 110 points. Mike Nunn, the sports entertainers, and on 112. And we've got Simon with Riddle doing this. He's got his captain, Asolo Sekoua. uh Raquel Rodriguez, Matt Riddle, Wesley, the acclaimed Britt Baker. So it might not have as fruitful a weekend as what he's hoping, but you know, he, he, always you he can say you know what well, I'm top of the table. We've got 23 points this week. I'm, I'm fairly, fairly happy with that. Yeah, I'd like to have a
1: word with Alan Laurie as well. Like, given that he's now broken into the top five, and he's got a very good, he's got a very fortunate weekend coming up because his captain's Rhea Ripley, and she's got pretty much a pushover title defense against Natalia uh, Night of Champions. But look at the rest of his card. He's got Bailey, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, the acclaimed and Braun Breaker. So. Again, not as much representation as say, like you know, as you described my team earlier. But a rare Ripley captaincy win on pay per view,
2: that will be huge for Alan Murray. We, we do we do have as well. Obviously, the, after the, the week hiatus of the Westerns League Cup, is back in full swing this week. I won't I won't delve too much into it because obviously the 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 PLE is going to play a huge factor into that. As the as the match day four does end on the twenty eighth, after all the pay per views happen. But like jonathan napier he's leading group one there in 12 points lachlan hyatt's joined the mike angus on nine points in group two gary morris has just got a slight lead over johnny adam in group three from seven to six simon's got 12 points in group four Mike Nunn on nine uh, robert shaw and dan axel jameson two 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 listeners leagues legends tied in that point they've both been on the main league on mm-hmm. nine points there for group five john sly we've got 12 points so far with Michael Clothier on 6 points uh, for Group 6, Stuart Carey on 9 points and Colin Blackburn on 6 points, tied with Lee McAteer on Group 7 and Adam, Adam Callier or Callier, I can't remember how to pronounce your name <laughs> you've told me so many times, so I can't remember how to pronounce it I'm so sorry, and I think it's Patrick tied in 9 points there so obviously, we'll, that that might change coming into how the, how the PLEs look after this, but that, that's the standard of the Listeners League so far. But obviously, check out Central next week and you'll get the full standing of how this looks. We look into how the, our normal league's going and, and yeah, tune in, tune in Wednesday for Central and get more information on that.
1: Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, we do have two people in the Listeners League Cup still on zero. That's uh, Craig Forsyth and Martin Best. Uh, and even though Martin Best has Ray Ripley as his team captain, uh, the bottom half of his team is, isn't really anything to howl about. Uh, round five and round six, I think, is what let them down in particular. Round five is Braun Strowman, who's only picked up three points this week. And Ronda Rousey has only picked up one. But that could all change this coming Monday when, you know, she and Shayna Baszler could be crowned the new women's tag champions. So he might finally get some... Uh, some
2: points uh, on the board uh, in the listeners' league cup. Aye, for sure. It's, it's big changes could come Monday as well with that that women's tag title. Aye, so it's a it's a it's a it's an interesting one. But aye, it's a mm. it's a it's a good concept. The listeners' league cup. I'm quite a, quite quite a fan of it, and also allows someone from the listeners' league that may won't win the league overall to come up and play with a play with a pod league so it's it's a good good incentive to try and win that always yeah
1: and it's I like the format of the Champions League we're doing this season rather than just a straight out knockout tournament but once the match days have been done up to the transfer window it will go into a a knockout bracket format with our top 16 players so there's still a chance you know you can get some points from the the
2: the two match days that we've got left aye for sure it's, it's a all, all waiting up I think it the end, so like the transfer windows the week after Money in the Bank isn't it?
1: Yes it's the week of June 12th so I think it's
2: uh, just before Money in the Bank No is it not, is it not July? I'm sure it's July uh, because Money in the Bank's not until the start of July
1: Well it's before Money in the Bank it's because uh, the last match day is 10th of June and oh, the it? transfer window starts 12th of June
2: Ah, fuck me then, eh? Fair enough. <laughs> uh,
1: Alright, but um, let's, uh, let's talk about the, uh, the PLEs uh, and who can score the big points from this weekend. We'll start off with the most talked about event that's coming this weekend, and that is, surprisingly it's not double or nothing. Uh, we'll start off with Knight of Champions. So we've got seven matches announced uh, so far, but obviously you no know, card's subject to change. So we have Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. So Becky Lynch is taken by me, Jack. Who has Becky Lynch?
2: Uh, Becky Lynch. Oh, Ross Brady, here we go. Found her. yep. She was yeah. yep,
1: selected somewhere in the middle of round two. She's only on four points at the minute, not a massive scorer. And I believe Trish has been picked by Matt Smith also on four points as well. But she was picked down in round five. So where do you see this one
2: going? Uh, I see this finishing at SummerSlam. I see Trish Stratus getting the win. I, I, not, not to, 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 to go over anything here. Obviously, I think Matt Smith has a very fruitful looking PLE coming up for him. I think, I think he's going to be getting a lot of points this weekend. Hmm. You know, we'll get into the rest of his matches
1: uh, in just a bit, but I'm going to shoot through a couple others just because uh, I think they're probably the most predictable ones on the card. We have Rhea Ripley versus Natalia for oh, the SmackDown Women's is. Championship. <laughs> that's yeah. going Rhea's but, way. Scott needs the points. Yeah, Scott needs those points, and Natalia, I believe, is undrafted, so I think that's just easy points for his uh, for his captain there. Next up, we have my captain Gunther versus the undrafted Mustafa Ali for the Intercontinental Championship. Well, you you fucking like, need it for Gunther, definitely. Uh, I've, 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 I do, fu- I do fucking need it. I mean, he's off. You know, uh, he was off. You know, uh, consummating his marriage uh, on his honeymoon, and now
2: he needs to come back and get me some points here. All right. So you've got 16 from overall. The caps applied. You will get a good mm-hmm. amount today. All right. You're the why. Uh, so worst performing round one and worst performing. No, second worst performing round one. But the worst performing captain, because Scott has no Ross has Shinsuke Nakamura as his captain. That's right, yeah. So you'll, yeah, you'll, 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 claim, you'll claim that afterwards, but it's it's not been the hopeful start for Gunther you'd like. Yeah, but for
1: reasons like with everybody's control, you know. But he'll he'll bounce back, you know. Triple H is high on him. Everybody in the backs high on him, and. You know, he's he's closing in on a year as intercontinental champion. I think he's gonna run rough shot, maybe even break the hockey Tonk man's record, which would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next we have uh Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the raw for two SmackDown women fighting for the raw women's championship. Yeah, that <laughs> makes a lot of sense, right? But um Bianca was picked fifth overall by lean mean tangerine Ryan Dougleish. And my fifth my fifth round pick, Asuka. So that's two title matches with two of my picks already.
2: Where do you see this one going? I honestly don't have a clue. If...
1: 18 plus. I would really, 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 really like an Asuka win. And I mentioned this on Central as well. If Asuka wins and Rhea retains, it ends Bianca's record-breaking reign. And then Asuka and Rhea can swap their titles to their respective brands. So at least it puts a full stop on Bianca's reign. And then even though they switch titles, it doesn't really affect Rhea Ripley's run a
2: little bit. Because she's only held the title since WrestleMania. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that makes sense, I think. It's yeah, it's built for Asuka to win, but it's yeah. like, they, what, what happens to Bianca is, after? You know, it's a, it's a tough one.
1: Yeah. Give her some time off. Give her some time to reset. You know, let Asuka just run rampant on uh, SmackDown and get even more points for me. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little bit hesitant about you know, Asuka as well because obviously she didn't score many points in the first couple of weeks, but now she's starting to bounce back and get some momentum, kind of like what Gunther is. So maybe I, I could be in with a late surge here and just shoot up the table with a couple of title wins.
2: I've got, I've got to wait and see. Obviously, she's on four points now, but that could, that could definitely change. Yeah.
1: All right. We have Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar in a second round match from Backlash so I have Brock Lesnar who's a lot yeah, of my team Brock, here today I think Brock's winning this yeah and Gary of oh, two former tag partners go together against his captain Cody Rhodes who's on 52 points overall and third in the top 10 of the season
2: yeah but you it's, think it's Brock's winning this yeah like, again I think it's a story that's going through at SummerSlam this is going to be a the trials and tribulations of Cody Rhodes and he's He's got, he's got to lose before he kind get of gets back up, I think. And it's, considering this keeps getting branded as a fight, I think Brock Lesnar's going to fucking batter him. Well, absolutely, yeah. Maybe, what do you think, TKO? Or stop, referee stoppage? Potentially, potentially stoppage or something, but they need to make it look dominant, I think, Hank. Oh, yeah. It's, the, the, the way they're going, it, it's going to... Only we're going to be going getting back to Cody versus Roman somehow next year at WrestleMania, but the they need to make it. that he needs to build up from the bottom again to kind of get to that point. And I think, I mean, we've seen it with John Cena getting battered with Brock Lesnar and then coming on and being amazing after. This is exactly what's happening with Cody. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. So it <laughs> sounds like my team's got a lot of uh, a lot of support behind it this weekend. But um, you know things can change on a dime. Next, the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. It's three quarters Matt Smith and one quarter Tom Brock. So we're going to quarter Dutch here. It's uh, Matt Smith's captain, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, versus his fourth round pick, Roman Reigns, and Tom Brock's captain, Solo Sokoa. Uh, I think we mentioned this earlier. You know, I think for storyline purposes, we think Zayn and Owens are winning this.
2: Uh, I, think this is, I think it's clear as day that Zayn and Owens are winning this.
1: I mean, sure, Zane and Owens have the captaincy on Matt Smith's team, but you know he still could incur maybe a slight point loss if Roman Reigns ends up being on the losing team. But I think it's safe to say Solo is going to be eating the pin on this one if they do lose. I I think so. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we obviously have our main event, uh, Seth Rollins, who is on. Bear with me a second. Chris Anthony Lopez's team, his team captain, and. AJ Styles who surprisingly is undrafted so it's all Chris Anthony Lopez
2: to get big points from this uh from big gold 2.0 I, obviously we were like AJ Styles we did, we did the draft no one knew AJ Styles coming back from injury then all of a sudden he just he just appeared out of nowhere during the draft there was like there was like no nothing to it there wasn't even a big fanfare he was just he just kind of appeared uh, as one mm-hmm. of Ryan's famous phrase well. Once so he just he was just he's there he just turned up uh, <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's pretty clear that probably Seth Rollins is going to win this. Uh, I think uh, it will be a good a good date for Chris Anthony Lopez on that front. You know what's bothering me though? I
1: can't help but think there's a twist coming, and anything it involves a certain Scottish psychopath. Maybe, I'm, right just, maybe I'm just Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just coming out of left field here,
2: but I just can't help shake that feeling that something else is going to happen. That's an interesting one. I don't know if it'll happen at the show, but maybe in the raw after. Possibly. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But it's uh
1: how do we call it? It's um food for thought. That's what I was looking for. But it's not just that's not the only WWE event we've got this weekend. We also have NXT Battleground on I believe it's the yeah. Also it's happening tomorrow night. So we're recording on the Saturday. NXT Battlegrounds happening on the Sunday, as well as AW Double or Nothing. But we'll quickly shoot through uh, NXT Battleground and see where points could be had there. But just announced this week, we have Gallus versus The Creeds. So Scott McLeod working with Gallus and I uh, believe The Creeds are undrafted. So could, yeah. Scott could get some
2: NXT tag title points there. Uh, good for his round two, because The Gallus only have eight points so far. So a good, a good title win. Will help kind of stand re- reaffirm his is is round two pick of Galas being so high. I think getting a win tonight or tomorrow night will be will be huge. Hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, we have Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee for the NXT Heritage Cup in a British round rules match. Now I remember when Tom Brock selected Noam Dar uh, in his fifth round. I was a bit taken aback because I wasn't expecting a, a lot of exposure from Noam Dar. But with the NXT Heritage Cup being brought back, you know maybe this could be a, a dark horse for Tom Brock
2: to get some additional points here. Well, when you look at the round, round five, Noam Dar has more points than Adam Page, Ron Strowman, Tris Stratus, Asuka, Pete Dunne, Hook, uh, Maximum Male Models, the same as Maxine Dupree, Athena. And aye, that's it so that's like on round five Noam Dar's in the top half of the higher. yeah. yeah Med- mental and that, that could still yeah. continue after the British rounds match tonight so it's mm-hmm. that uh, yeah. Dar could make, could make a lot of people weak like their cake right now I think mm-hmm we have Wes Lee defending the NXT North American title
1: against the undrafted Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy. Some potential points there for Ryan Lee. Wes Lee on 12 points overall. A pretty good score for what was a mid-round pick, you know, getting
2: the regular title defences and regular matches in. Yeah, um, I think it's, um hoping for that to continue, but I do see a title change see Tyler Bate getting this one, uh, and I mm-hmm. think Joe Gacy's there to take the pin so that Wesley's mm-hmm. talk kind of looks a bit strong, so it um, m- might not go the way around tonight, he might lose a couple of points there. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: just a quick note, uh, last man standing match, two undrafted picks, but still worth mentioning, Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak, maybe two possible contenders for transfer
2: window? Yeah, depending on the stories that come out after this, it's, um, this story's been going on for a while, depending on their stock and what's happening, they, they could be a contender for the for the transfer window, yeah yep Uh,
1: this is one and then we have one match that Chris Anthony Lopez is looking forward to in particular and he's been shouting from the rooftops here could Tiffany Stratton his fifth round pick finally get the
2: vacant NXT women's title as she goes one-on-one with Lyra Valkyria I think it's going to be a Tiffany Stratton I think he'll be very happy and I think we'll never hear the end of it oh yeah definitely not he'll be Chris Anthony Lopez will morph into the goat if Tiffany Stratton ends up winning
1: he's like Tiffany's his uh is to Chris Lopez as what Bailey
2: was to the GOAT, David Campbell. <laughs> That's very true. it'll, it'll be, yeah. be, be great points, I think, for 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 Tiffany Strat if she gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and obviously then we have the main event. Uh Carmelo Hayes, who is on who picked Ryan, Carmelo? Stein, Ryan, Stein, Ryan's team? Ryan's team, yeah. points of Carmelo sixth, Hayes. Second round pick, Carmelo Hayes, against my sixth round pick, Braun Breaker. Who's on thirteen points overall? Decent score for our fifth round pick, I must say. I think one of the higher scorers as well, only uh, topped by Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce. And yeah, I think that's
2: it. Just Scrap Daddy. Uh, oh, and also Darby Allen on your team, Jack, who's on fourteen. Yeah, I think this is uh, a. I think I think Brock Breaker will lose this match, though. unfortunately for you, Dave, I think it's a pretty hmm. set in stone. Yeah. So Maybe be, good, be good. Team. Good points for Ryan, I think. So that will that will probably take Carmelo Hayes past the twenty point mark, which will be mm. kind of well in the kind of the, the 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 top upper echelon. probably in the top three of the best performing second round picks, uh, just underneath Raquel Rodriguez and and Rey Mysterio. But if Carmelo wins, he'll probably go second. So that's that. will uh, mm. be a great showing for for Carmelo as a second round pick. Well,
1: absolutely!
2: Yeah, you know, I think Melo is finally.
1: You know, establish themselves as the top name, and you know, having him on your team at this point, definitely, uh, definitely worthwhile. But you never know. I, I never said my team had, was going to have a flawless weekend, but still getting exposure in in some capacity. But one last uh, event to cover, and unfortunately, it's the longest one with ten matches announced. It's AEW Double or Nothing, also happening on the Sunday in conjunction with NXT Battleground. So we have the House of Black uh, in an open. Challenge for the AEW trios titles. So that's both Grant McRobbie and Scott. Uh, Scott
2: yeah, who's uh, who could potentially get points there? I think Angle probably be the 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 acclaimed Billy Gunn that will that will will answer that. And I believe they're they're claimed mm-hmm. around David Campbell's seeing on fifteen points, and I don't see them winning at all. I know they've been on a good run of getting their trios wins recently, but it's I, I, I think it's a, a clear clear victory for the House of Black so Grad drafted them second they've got 11 points so far Malachi Black went fourth round with, with, with Scott on 10 so I think they'll both get really good points after, after this show and mm. a double or nothing here
1: yeah, I want to say I made a mistake with uh, the last man standing match at Battleground. It turns out Grant McRobbie has Ilya Dragunov as his last round pick, so that was uh, that's my bad. Sorry, Ilya oh. Dragunov on ten points. So I think he, he Grant would benefit from a, a Dragunov win
2: there. Yeah, that'll be that'll be for, for the last round pick. He's already in ten points. If he gets that up to the up to the sixteen, it'll be one of the best performing last round picks. Oh, so far, so I'll be able to be great for him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we have Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie, TBS Championship. I've got Jade Cargill as my second round pick, a pretty high scorer. As I think, high scorer of my team thus far with seventeen points. Another win will just uh, push her over the twenty point mark and maybe push her even
2: into the top ten of the season. Aye, it's, 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 it's something that I see every time. Everyone's just waiting. For Jade Cargo to drop the belt, and I think with Taya Valkyrie facing her again at a big pay per view, I think the 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 time has run out on her title reign. I think it's been great, but I think it's 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 time for a change a change of the guard. No, I, I I want a
1: Jade win here, but you know, uh, as it stands, you know, I think it could be leaning towards a title title drop here. Uh, we have our very own Chugs Adam Cole. Uh, on Stephen Wilson's team against uh, Chris Anthony Lopez's fourth round pick of Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match with Sabu as the referee.
2: That's just mad when you say it out loud. Aye, that's a it's it, it's mental. I uh, really, I assume that Adam Page, uh, Adam Cole, sorry, is going to win this, but I honestly don't know. But I'm also kind of really, I don't really care. And then in the same way as well for some reason. But obviously Chris Jericho has got has got nine points so far for for, for Chris Lopez. And Adam Cole, mm-hmm. who sits in Stephen Wilson's team, has got ten points. So they're both fair, fairly close. Chris obviously needs it for his title push in this season. Stephen needs it to get further into that top part of the table. It's a it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting one, but I think if I'm going to take a guess. I'll say that Adam Cole will get the win, haven't just come back from injury.
1: Yes, gotta get behind, get behind chunks here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just very quickly TNT title match. Uh, Wardlow, who <laughs> dethroned Scott's pick of Will Hobbs at the start of the season, uh, is going up against the undrafted Christian Cage in a ladder match for the TNT title. So, no impact on the draft there, but definitely worth acknowledging. We have FTR, who is uh, Tom Brock's tag team, going up against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. You know, something you'd never thought you'd say in twenty twenty three, but here we are. And Mark Briscoe is special referee.
2: Hi, it's uh, it's. Uh, Mark, 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 I was as good to see Mark Briscoe being the, the 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 special guest referee. I you, uh, FTR will be getting the points again. I was the like FDR were drafted second. They got six points overall, so probably probably expected a better performance from them so far. Uh, we and mm. we've not we've not seen that yet, but this this could be the catapult to how how they perform the rest of the season. They'll get quite a few points for for getting the win. So they be hoping a lot for that. Mm, yeah, they've
1: not done well as a tag team this season. Like I think the only team that's done worse than them is Maximum Male Models, who are on uh, one point. But yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the blackjack battle royal for the AW International Championship could Orange Cassidy potentially lose the title and impact
2: Goat's pursuit of the top of the table. I I really don't know. Looking looking at the folk that's in it, I'm like I don't really see anyone that can realistically take that title off him. And he's someone that's good just to kind of keep building up round it for the mm. collision being started, you know what I mean? But do I ever trust Tony Khan to make a good booking decision? No, I, I don't. Mm. And well, I, one name
1: one name that's sticking out to me, though, is Grant McRobbie's captain of Switchblade, Jay White, who's in yeah. this Battle Royal. So potential there, you know, for Grant maybe to get some points as, you know, Jay White could potentially... I mean he's had a lot of hype going into AEW, but he needs that little extra push, maybe, just to get him there. And
2: maybe it'll benefit grab McRobbie. Uh, he, he, even if he doesn't win, if he gets a good couple of eliminations, there'll be a lot quite a few points there. hmm Yep, yeah, very much
1: so. Uh we have Jamie Hater, who is on uh Jamie Hater is on. Is she drafted this season? I'm sure she is drafted this season. Yep, on Gary's team. Third round pick, only five points overall, defending against Tony Storm, who was, I'm sure, yep, who's also on Tom Brooks' team. So Tom's also getting his fair bit of um, fair bit of exposure
2: uh, in this weekend of wrestling. I but I think that in this will go, there'll be a Jimmy Hater. All right, that's been successful title defence. It's not the performance that Gary would have hoped for so far with five points. Are you sure? I think Are so, Are you sure, aye. though, because i I
1: mean, well, I've heard uh, some rumors that she might potentially
2: be injured. Jamie Hater. Oh, really? Oh, I never knew that. If, hmm. if there is, if, if there is, then I probably will switch. But mm-hmm. ah, I, don't, I don't. see it outside of that. Then, but ah, if there is that injury rumor, I you say, then you know it, it would make sense to move it.
1: Yeah, then. We have the Fatal 4 Pillars match for the AEW World title, which is being advertised as the main event, but it doesn't feel like it. it we have MJF, who is on... Uh, MJF... Who's, it? Who's got MJF? I'm sure MJF. someone's picked him. Yeah, MJF is on the team yeah, of Matt Smith. Smith. Yeah. Uh, then we have... The other, we have Darby Allen, who's on your team, Jack, your sixth round pick. Then we have Sammy Guevara, who I believe is undrafted. Undrafted, yeah, Sammy is undrafted. And Jungle Boy Jack Perry, who is also undrafted. So it looks like it's between you and Matt for the AEW world
2: title. Look, I think MJF's running it. As long as Darby doesn't take the pin, I'm quite happy. Mm -hmm. Get the appearance points, don't take the pin, happy yeah
1: and then we go on to the actual main event the anarchy the arena match between the elite and the blackpool combat club so boxley and claudio who is ross mcleod's tag team and first round tag team i might i add you know a very bold play to get him off the board but it hasn't really materialized into anything uh score worthy on his end but then the other half of blackpool combat club is chris anthony lopez who has brian danielson and wheeler utah as his team not doing much better though second round only eight points scored by the two of them uh but then going up against the elite um we have uh scott, tom adam brock. I, yeah, scott has adam page tom brock has kenny omega and the bucks are undrafted
2: i do i do so see lopez. the elite with uh, the elite coming out on top here which will be good for scott who's got two points for for Adam Page (laughs) who only just returned and uh, uh, Tom Brock who has Kenny Omega he only got five points for quite for such a big program that's happening right now obviously Adam Page only just coming back but for Kenny Omega and five points it's quite baffling to think that he has that only small amount Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so it looks like it's a pretty stacked uh, weekend overall myself uh, from and Tom are seem to be Possibly the the potentially the biggest scorer is coming out this weekend, assuming all the results go our way. But is there any match or result in particular that you think could turn turn the tide of the standings?
2: Um, I think ones that will be that will take quite surprising for folk will be when I think Trish will beat Becky, and when Matt Smith already being at the top, and he's got obviously he's got Roman Reigns. So if he that that might offset a bit of the point scoring with Zayn Owens, but Zayn Owens is captain, so that kind of makes up for it. So he'll get a points for that. MGF will get his points for it, and I reckon Trish Stratus will beat Becky Lynch, so Matt Smith could get a big swing of points this this weekend as well. Yeah, very
1: true, and you almost forget, you know, he's got MGF defending the AEW title as well. I mean, I mean. It, it's just mad to think about. You know, we have a listeners league winner sit at the top of the table by a clear margin and his sixth round pick is Bad Bunny.
2: I mean, yeah. what's what this, what's what our league de- like descended into? It's great. I love to see it. It's good. I'm glad it's always taking the piss and making it work. Aye. But yeah,
1: that's our loaded weekend of wrestling. It's, I uh, appreciate, you know, it's been a longer show, but we've had a lot to cover and I hope, uh, Hope you've been uh, just as informed as we have been with our analysis. So once again, that's going to do it for us here on Saturday Draft Live. And uh, we will see you following all the point scoring next week, which I imagine we will still have a lot to talk about. But make sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, at Suplex Retweet. Make sure you get involved with our big question, which comes out uh, every every Wednesday following our episode of Central. And be sure to... uh, listen to our back catalogue, Spotify, iTunes, and any good Android podcasting sites. So thank you, Jack Graham, for helping me cover what was a lot of potential point scoring this weekend and a lot of uh, pay-per-view events
2: in general. Aye, uh, the, the, the table will certainly change come come Monday, so it'll be, it'll be good to see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the, the big switch-ups that could happen. Mm. Yeah, so...
1: From me, David Hockney, this has been Saturday Draft Live. He's been Jack Graham, and we will see you next week.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. 18 plus.